Welcome to the Prophetic Zone with Apostle Katrina Garrett, where she and her husband, Apostle Tommy Garrett, are the founders of God Kingdom Come Global Ministries in Panama City, Florida. Here is your host, Apostle Katrina Garrett. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Prophetic Zone. I am your host, Apostle Katrina Garrett, and we praise the Lord for being on the radio broadcast. On today, this is the Lord day the Lord has made, and we are so excited, and we're going to rejoice in it. Amen. I'm going to go into prayer, and then we're going to go right into what the Spirit of the Lord wants to say to His people on today. Amen. So God bless you all for tuning in right here on the Prophetic Zone. Amen. And we praise God for Good Deeds Radio, Lord God, for being, Lord God. Um, able to allow us to come on and to share with you the message of hope. Father, we just give you the praise. We thank you on today. We glorify you, O oh God. We ask you that you have your way on this radio broadcast, on the airways, O oh God. We take authority right now over the airways, O oh God. Let your spirit begin to rule and reign right now on the hearers, O oh God, who shall hear forth the word of the Lord, O oh God. O oh God, we decrease that you may increase. And I ask you, Lord God, forgive us of everything that we've done and thought would have did. Cleanse our hearts and our minds, O oh God, to be prepared to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying unto his church. And we ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm going to go right here into the book of Matthew. I'm going to read one particular verse, and then I'm going to share with you a prophetic summons that the Lord had been um, speaking into my heart, and I've been receiving confirmation, amen, um, on what the Lord has shared. So I know that this is a word um, from the Lord. And so if you have your Bibles, we're going to just go quickly to the book of uh, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 3, and I'm just going to read, uh, elaborate on one particular verse. And then uh, go back in your own reading time and read the entire chapter of the, of the third chapter of Matthew. And then you'll be able to get the fullness and the understanding of what the Lord is saying to his church. So I'm just going to briefly just read to you Matthew 3, verse 11. It says, Indeed, I baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And with fire. And so the Lord was saying to me that He is raising up a new breed. God is going to raise up a new breed generation. And I know that we've heard that word declared before um, because one thing about God, there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new under the sun when we're dealing with the Spirit of the Lord. And so the Lord spoke that, spoke that to me concerning this year because a lot of the prophetic words that was going forth. Um, some were saying that people were going to receive uh, new beginnings. Um, some some uh, was declaring that God was getting ready to expose some things in the church and um, and, and so forth. And so um, before we can see the new, before we can walk into the new season, there must be an exposure of the old things. And so the Lord spoke to me and he told me that he is going to raise up a new breed generation. Now, this new breed generation that God is raising up is not all going to be some people that we haven't heard of. There will be a remnant of those that we've never heard of, voices that will come forth out of the wilderness that we've never heard of. But there will be some voices that God is going to do a new thing in them. There's going to be some voices that the Spirit of the Lord is going to uh, chasten. He's going to correct and rebuke. And he's going to, uh, after he does the chastening, the correcting and the rebuking, the rebuking, then there will be a fresh wind 
a fresh rain that will pour upon them. And the things that they were declaring in the old, they will now declare in the new. And these these prophets that I'm referring to, the people of God that I'm referring to, are the ones who have gone astray from the word of God, that have fallen in the spirit of, of deception, that has fallen in the, in the place of, of soothsaying, and God is going to bring correction to the house. Because we got to understand that we're living in this day and time that we're living in. It's not going to just take the word of God to bring the people in. We, it's got to be a demonstration. Because you got to understand, even when Jesus came, he came in the form of his father. And he said, I come to do my father's will. But Jesus didn't just talk about his father's will. He demonstrated. And it's got to be a demonstration in the, pres- in, the, in the house of the Lord because there are souls dying. People are dying around us, and God wants his word to go forth. We are called to bring forth the spirit of truth. As a prophetic people, we're not just called just to prophesy someone's mail. That is not what the prof- prophetic office is all about, especially the prophetic office. Those of us that there's, a, of course, we know there's three realms in the prophetic. There's the spirit of prophecy. There's the gift of prophecy. And then there's the office of the prophet. And a lot of people think because they can prophesy someone's mail, they walk in the office. That is not the case all the time. You can't Just because you can prophesy the mail don't mean you walk in the office. Because when you walk in the office of the prophet, they are the ones whom cast themselves chosen, and they are the ones who are sent into the court of heaven. And when they go into the court of heaven, they go into that place where there is a court in heaven where they have to be invited in, for the Spirit of God to speak to them so that they can come and proclaim the word of God to the people. And it's to bring the people to repentance and to bring the people into transformation and to walk in reformation. That is what a prophet is called to do. Not just get up and prophesy a line and tell people how great they are and what they're going to do. So I'm going to read the prophetic summons that the Lord had me to write. And then I'm going to go into what I just read in Matthew, because the church, we got to go back to the basics. And I'm going to explain why after I read this prophetic summons. It says that God is redefining and cleaning his house. Exposure is this year because of the repeated request of the clarion call many have turned a deaf ear to. A call to repentance, a call to cleansing of the heart, a call to arms, to walk in the high calling. Many need to rededicate, redefining themselves of who they are as leaders in my kingdom. There needs to be a wholesome heart to serve and build in the kingdom of God. And God is saying, go back to the basics. In other words, he's saying, go back and bathe in my glory. Because of your lack of self-examination, there's a breach in the spirit. And the word breach means an act of breaking or failing or observing the law, code, or conduct. Conduct. In the spirit, limiting the body from experiencing the fullness of the kingdom. For there is a commanding of a reexamination of the heart, because out of the heart the mouth speaks. Before you go back to to reproclaim the prophecies that were spoken concerning you, you must reproclaim your rights as a kingdom citizen, not only through the repentance of a broken heart, a contrite heart, it can be done, according to Psalms 34, 18. And the Lord says, as you progress, he said, then I will realign, I will reassign, and cause you to cause a reconciliation 
a restoration, a transformation, and a reformation in my kingdom, says the Lord your God. Amen. So as I was reading in the book of Matthew, when the Lord said, go back to the basics, and he said to rebathe in my glory, there are three baptisms that John the Baptist was talking about. He was talking about the water, the, the Holy Spirit, and fire. And what has happened, saints, is that we've gotten so caught up in gift. We've gotten so caught up in the church just, you know, relying on gift um, to to get it. And, and, and gift they just don't get it. Gift is given to us from the from the Lord to, to help edify and build and to bring comfort to the people. But there's more to the kingdom of God than just operating in gifts. And we as a prophetic people, shame on us, especially those of us who had school of prophets. And all you want to teach on is, is, is prophecy. It's, it, the school of prophets is not just, it's, it's just not just about prophecy. It's about, it's, about, it's about bringing forth the word of God, bringing a demonstration of the word of God to a city, a nation, a people, to cause them to be drawn, because the Bible says, how can a man be saved unless the Spirit of the Lord draws him? To draw them to want to change. In the book of Acts, it talks about times of refreshing, and we must become what? Converted. So as a prophet, your main focus, your main assignment is not just to declare the word of God. Your main assignment is in declaring the word of God to cause a people to want to convert, to be converted from wickedness to walking into righteousness. That is what we're called to do, not just prophesy and tell people how great they're going to be, <coughs> excuse me, before there's a pouring out or an emptying of the soul so the Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Spirit, can go in and fill them. And you know why we see so much corruption in the church and, and jealousy and confusion and discord, and competition. Blame us because we're not teaching the people how to convert from their old wicked ways. But what we're doing is we're watering the word upon their gift. We, yes, as a prophetic person, you can see the gift in a person. Yes, you can see where God wants to take them. But there's got to be a deliverance, a deliverance before they are uh, assigned to go into what the Lord has given them to do. What we're doing is we're pouring all the goods on top of a bunch of junk, and it's mixing up. And that's the reason why we're seeing so much of the things that we're seeing in the church today, divide, division, all those things are going on because people's hearts are not changed. So I'm going to talk about briefly the born, being born in the Spirit. The first thing is, being born with the water is being born of the Spirit. Secondly, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's when John said with the Spirit, that he would be baptized with the Spirit. And then thirdly, he said baptized with fire. That is the fullness of the Spirit. Now, when you're talking about the, when you're talking about the baptism of water, we're talking about when John the Baptist was called on the scene, he was calling people to repentance. He was letting the Pharisees and Sadducees know God is getting ready to raise up a new breed. Why? Because the children of Israel, the Jews, have forsaken 
what they have been appointed and called to do. The Jews were not just called to be his own. They were not just called to be his favorite children. You got to recognize, thanks, God ain't just calling you to be his own and calling you to be his favorite child. He is calling you to compel the people to come to him. Because the Bible says that he, he loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son. The Bible, Jesus died. He died for the world, but as we know, the world has got coming. There's only a remnant of people that's going to confess him. But it is our duty as a people to compel them to come. So John the Baptist was telling them, he said, listen, he said, you failed in what you have been anointed to do because you've gotten caught up in yourself image, and that's exactly how the Pharisees and the Sadducees walk. So as John the Baptist baptized the people unto repentance, the spectators came on the scene, and he began to rebuke them and let them know that God's going to raise replacement. And he said, and these people that he's calling are going to be born of the Spirit. They're going to be born of the Spirit, and they're going to be baptized with the water. They're going to be born filled with the Holy Spirit, and they're going to be baptized with fire. So to be baptized with the water symbolizes an outward cleansing. It symbolizes that you got to first repent. To be baptized with water means when I come to Jesus Christ, I got to repent. See, see, to, to some of you, you might say, oh, it's basic, but some of you forgot. Because you so all you care about is prophesying, 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 laying hands, slaying people in the spirit. But we have forgot things that, that, we, that prophesy, prophecy, let me, let me just say this, prophecy can't keep a person. Okay? How many people that you know that receive a prophetic word? And there's some of you that receive a prophetic word. This is just broadcast. And you allow the enemy to seep in. And some of the things that you should have that should have been fulfilled has been delayed because of your disobedience. So prophecy doesn't keep people in the kingdom of God. Because there's prophets sitting up on the bridges. There's prophets walking the streets, talking to themselves. That's demonized now because they're allowed the enemy to come in. There's prophets that's out there smoking crack and cocaine and taking meth and all those kind of things because they're, they got the word. But it's more to just receiving the word. You get to let the word come in and consume you. So the first thing we got to tell people is you got to repent. After the prophetic conferences that people get up and start making decrees and declare, and I'm discerning all type of evil and corrupt spirits in the house and ain't nobody got up and repented before they started decreeing and declaring. And you think that the Spirit of the Lord is going to come in the midst of that? No, he's not. You barely hear people talk about repentance. Prophets, these are prophets and apostles that should be talking about repentance daily, not just every once in the blue moon or when God begins to rain a little wrath on the earth, then everybody want to start calling, talk about a call to repentance. It's a call to repentance every day. Because the apostle Paul declared, he said, look, we get to die daily to our flesh because the flesh is an intimate to God. The flesh does not want to be subjected to the Lord. That's the reason why you got to tell people to repent. So what I'm telling you is that elementary. What I'm telling you is you need to take heed to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, because there are a lot of people that if they don't get into a place of repentance, God's Spirit is going to depart from them, and you'll know it. You might can fool those that don't have them, but you ain't going to fool those that got the Holy Spirit. You ain't going to fool them. Praise God. 
And so you got to be baptized in repentance. The repentance is the first thing we got to do because that shows a symbolize of cleansing of your heart. Second thing I want to talk about is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Paul said that one that will come mighty than I will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Well, what does that mean? That means you're being baptized with the spirit of what? Truth. Jesus said that when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you in all truth, for he will not speak on his own. See, that's what faith is too many of people, prophetic people, speaking on their own. He said, but he will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare unto you the things that are wish to come. We're telling people in the kingdom of God they're going to be great in business, but do y'all know that it's good and fine that you can't you can be? I'm not against business because me and my husband, we are business owners. We have a business. But let me tell you a thing. Stop telling these people profit shouldn't be holding business conferences. Why are you holding business conferences when there are things that are to come on this earth? Why are you telling people that they're going to do such great and mighty things when when Jesus prophesied in Matthew 24 the things that should come. We should be looking at those signs because he said when you see these signs, look up and know that the redemption is not. Now, I'm not saying this, saints, because we both be walking around, you know, digging a hole in the ground or putting up a, a, some kind of bomb shelter waiting for the new world order to be established. But don't you realize that the new world order is being established, the mark of the beast has raised his head, and there are things that are taking place in Israel. There are people who are prophetic that don't even know and don't even have a clue what's going on in the land of Israel. And do you not know that when Jesus comes, he's not coming according to the calendar of the Romans, but he's coming according to the calendar of the Hebrew. And we need to be watchful. We are called to be his watchmen, and we are called to what? Direct the church and the places in the place of the spirit realm, what to go. It doesn't mean you can't still enjoy the world, you can't still go and do things with your family, but there still needs to be an alignment in the spirit that you should know the things that are about to come so that you can be prepared because, John, we have to prepare you the way for the what? Coming of the king. So the Holy Spirit going to show you truth. He ain't going to show you that everybody going to be superstars and, and Beyonce's and, 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 and uh, superstars in the kingdom. We are to be baptized with the spirit of truth. Not only is the spirit of truth show us things, but he'll show us things about ourselves. How do you know, Apostle? Because when my sons asked me years ago, Mama, how do I know I'm saved? I said, well, is there conviction in your heart? Because, see, being baptized with the Holy Spirit is not just evidence of speaking in tongues, because demons can do that. A demon could do that. When we were at the prophetic uh, school of prophets at Starbucks, we, we go to every, we go there every uh, Friday. A demon came up, and I started going in a tongue to build up my spirit because I recognized what was standing in front of me. And when I started going in a tongue, which is for my anointing oil to begin to be able to pray, he looked at me and he said, "I can do that too." And he started speaking in tongues. So I'm just letting you know that that is not the only signification that you got the Holy Ghost. What signifies that you have the Holy Ghost? What's the step of the proof that you have the Holy Ghost? It's first, it's got to be some conviction in your heart. A lot of Christians, a lot of saints don't ever want to admit what they're wrong. Walking in the way of Cain. When the book of Jude told us specifically not to walk in the way of Cain, Korah, and Bela. And Cain just didn't have a jealous spirit. But he had an unrepentant spirit. 
an unrepentant heart. That's what the Holy Ghost is saying to us. Some of us are offended because you got to understand the church, you will get offended. Offenses will come. Jesus already spoke about that. He said, Word of them that walk in the fence, word of them that cows in the fence. But you got leaders that are offended and they're getting up on Facebook talking all kinds of junk, throwing bones at the church. You throwing bones at the church, whether it's than throwing water at the church, throwing life at the church. You throwing bones because that's why Jesus told the Pharisees, Saturday, don't be like them because they're like as dead men's bones. Why? Because guaranteed, whatever the circumstance or whatever type of circumstance you've been in, whether somebody came against you, Lied on you. Don't you realize the Spirit of the Lord allowed that to happen because he want to see where your heart is? And so many people fell on these tests because God is showing us our own heart, but we don't want the Spirit of truth. But, we, but when we get up and we prophesy somebody's male and they're crying and they're falling out, to us, that's the Spirit of truth. But when God began to show you, you need to spend a little bit more time in my presence, stop chasing money, stop going in the pool pits, ladies looking like, like, look, looking like prostitutes and looking like, you know, you know Clothes fitting all tight all around your body. Stop looking like that. Dress modest. But when somebody say something to you, you get offended and you think, oh, then you start wanting to prophesy doom, sin, and fire on them. But they tell you the truth and the Holy Spirit is telling us, cleanse yourself, get yourself right. Stop trying to be seen. Stop trying to take control. Wait until it's your time. We don't even want to wait no more. It's called take it now. I'm going to take it. Yes, the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. But that ain't what the Lord was saying. He didn't say take no platform by force. He said, he said, he said basically take by force, take by force your salvation because the devil is after you. He wants to take you. He wants to take your rights as a kingdom citizen. And if you're not cleansed before God, all that stuff you decree and declare, he ain't hearing none of that. Don't think just because you have a title, you can still go to God any kind of way say, that ain't the way it is. I don't care how long you've been preaching. I don't care how long you've been prophesying. You better repent. But some people just, I, I'm telling you, I've seen it. I've been in prophetic conferences, and I'm like, ain't nobody repenting? That should be the first thing we do when we, when we, when we gather together in the, in the house of God. I don't care who it is. Every time we come together in our church, we repent before we go into the community declaring. Because believe you me, I don't have some thoughts. You know what I'm saying? My husband made me have thoughts. He said something sick to me. I don't thought something wicked about my husband. Like, I want to slap him in the face. Of course, I'm not going to do it. But what I'm saying is I thought about it. I've sinned against my husband. I've sinned against God. But I'm going to jump right in the pulpit to my I decree and declare. You got to repent of your thoughts, saints. Don't think that the Lord don't see it. He is Jehovah Roha. He sees all. So being baptized with the Holy Spirit means being filled with the Holy Spirit. Being filled with the Holy Spirit, that means you're filled with the Spirit of Truth. And the Spirit of Truth will show you all truth. The Spirit of Truth will will keep uh, will, will start coming in and inwardly dwelling in your in your spirit. And so every time something takes place, the Spirit of Truth will will convict you to a place that you will repent. Now we're gonna talk about the baptism of fire. Because a lot of people don't don't even don't even don't even realize that Jesus didn't say, "I'm going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit." John said he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. What is this fire that he's talking about? The fire represents the passion. In the book of Sol- the Song of Solomon, eight and six, it says, "Set me as a seal upon your heart, as a seal upon your arm, for your love is strong as death." 
Passion fierce as the grave. It flashes our fashions of fire and a rage of flame. In ancient times, in, in ancient times, all cultures would resemble fire as what? A symbol of love. Baptizing with the fire means that you walk in the fullness of the spirit now. You, what, you're first born the spirit. You're first filled with the spirit. Now you've got to walk in the fullness of the spirit. So when he said, and fire, because Jesus already know, i got to reteach you. That's why we got to be reborn, saints. you got to be rebaptized, reborn again, so that you can what? First be born of the Spirit, which means you got to be cleansed. Secondly, you got to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And thirdly, the fullness. And that's why we're not seeing maturity in church, especially in our churches. I'm not going to call the race, but you know what I'm talking about. Foolishness, mockery, all these things taking place in the church. So you must understand, saints, that we have to be baptized in the fullness. That means you're mature. That means when somebody talk about you, you ain't moved by it. That means when people try to come and sabotage your ministry, you ain't moved by it because you know who you are. Who you are. You're walking in the fullness. You're walking in the wisdom. You're walking according to Isaiah 11, the seven spirits of God. Go back and read Isaiah 11 because he talks about the seven spirits of God. You're walking in wisdom. You're walking in the love of God. You're walking, you're walking in peace. You're temperate. You're not so easily angry to start going off. These are things. You're walking in the fullness. Why? Because the love of God let me tell you something. The love of God is what's going to compare them to come. The love of God is going to compare the people to come. Why? Because you're walking in the fullness. Because even though that certain person, that certain individual is coming against you, you have love for the soul. You have love for the soul, but you have a, a, you have an animosity against a demon. In other words, kill the demon, but save the soul. Don't kill them both. That's why we're seeing so many people killing the demons and the souls, because we have a lack of love. Because when people are operating under demonic influence, it's demonic influence, we kill the, we kill the, more, sometimes we kill the person and the demons still keep living in them because after you done did what you done done to them, they keep, they go right back to that same place. So I beckon you saints, I beckon you prophets and apostles, pastors, teachers, evangelists, and fivefold ministry. Go back to the basics. Teaching this. Teaching people how to be baptized in the water, in the Holy Spirit, and in the fire. But what happens with so many people, they lose their fire. The baptism of the fire is a spiritual symbolizing of divine love, and love conquers all. That's why the Bible says without without love, that's why Paul, Apostle Paul said, without love, I'm like a what? A sounding brass and, 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 and tinkling cymbals. Why? He said, I can prophesy, I can speaking a tongue, but without love, I'm nothing. Why? Because he already knows if you ain't got love, the enemy going to come in, say, and he's going to corrupt your spirit, corrupt your heart, and you you, you, you are gifted, but you, you, you're gifted with corruption inside, and it's going to be detrimental to your, to your church and to your city, to your family, and those are around you because they're going to look at the gift in you, but they're going to look at the personality and say, how is it this person is, is so gifted, but I can see, but they're so mean and hateful and nasty and, and, and lie and cheat and do all these things. Thanks. It's got to be a re-baptism. A restoration needs to come to the house of the Lord. And it is going to start with the house of God. And many of you might say, well, you know, whatever. But I'm telling you, it's going to happen. It's going, it's going to happen. It's coming. There's a cleansing coming to his house. And you know what I'm doing? I'm getting my cousin now. 
Praise God. Praise God. As we get ready to close out, amen, I pray this word bless you. If you want to uh, connect with me and my husband, of course, you know we're on Facebook um, under Katrina Garrett and Tommy Garrett. Um on Facebook, you can you can you can also uh, connect with our ministry. We have two pages um, linked to our ministry, and that's Thy Kingdom Come Global Ministries, and we also have the Prophetic Song. And you can like our page, like Thy Kingdom Come Global Ministries, and you can like the Prophetic Song. Amen. God bless you. Um, I pray that uh, the Spirit of the Lord will just uh, come upon you. I pray that that we have a repentant heart. I'm going to pray real quickly. Lord, let us walk in repentance. I pray for your people just to just get in your feet, get at your feet, and let you just begin to pour your your spirit upon them. We give you the praise, oh God, because you are worthy. You're worthy. Listen, saints, he just wants us just to come and just lay at his feet so he can just deal with us first. Amen. So we can go and we can be ready, cleansed, walking in the fullness of his glory so that many shall behold the beauty of the Lord that's in our lives and come to him. Praise the Lord and God bless you. Thank you for tuning in on a prophetic song with Apostle Katrina Garrett. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you and you would like to contact Apostle Garrett, please visit our web at www.tkcglobalministries.com or visit our page on Facebook, The Prophetic Zone. Thank you for tuning in on The Prophetic Zone with Apostle Katrina Kelly.